the editor of the magazine wrote back and said, imagine the biggest pile of crap that you have ever seen. Now imagine that that pile of crap is just the tip of a very, of an even greater, huger pile of crap. That is the golden eye multiplayer compared to Halo. Hello and welcome to another Dead Pixel, a podcast about video games, entertainment, sometimes anime, life, a little bit of everything in between. I'm your host, Joe, and with me, uh, the man who always says hello to people at the urinal and tries to have friendly conversations, um, the guy who likes to shake your hand and won't leave you alone, Nick. That's a lie. How you doing, Nick? That is a lie. I... Never make oh, contact. I know you five. I'm sorry. You like I to never make eye contact with anyone at the ur- urinal. It drives me crazy when people try to make conversation or say anything at the ur- urinal. Um, it also drives me crazy when people look down at the urinal. It's like you start and you you start by looking down, sure, make sure everything's going where it's supposed to, and then you look up and look at the wall. That is the only thing that you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to do anything else until you're done. Zip up. And then you go to the sink, and then at the sink, you can make some light conversation, but preferably not. But then why is it that whenever you check the stalls, you end up trying to look through the gap between the the doors? Don't do that, Joe. That's a lie. I don't know. It's just your word against mine. And since I'm hosting, I guess I'm right. All right. Good to know. Um, So now that we've seen uh, all of uh, Nick's uh, dark crimes here... uh, Let's get on to the actual episode. Uh, <laughs> this is episode 36. Uh, we're recording this today, Friday, the 27th of January. <laughs> and uh, hopefully, if Nick isn't creating any more bathroom crimes, uh, this will be up on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, let's hope so. All right. Hey, I just call it as I see it. And as I see it, it's pretty awkward. Uh, all right. So other than that, um, how have you been? I know you've been uh, pretty busy this last couple of weeks. I've been okay. Can't complain. Have you been, Joe? Oh, uh, yeah, super busy. Uh, no, we ended up, uh, we'll talk about it. I've actually been able to play a few games uh, that's come out recently. Uh, or one is one was a follow-up uh, to something we talked about before. And yeah, other than that, it's just, uh, I'm going to have a, uh, taking some PTO next week. And so I'm looking forward to that. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then there's going to be, uh, Chicago's having their restaurant week going on where you, a couple of the restaurant participating restaurants will have, uh, like a set course meal for a decent price. And so we're just trying to determine which, you know, wh- where we want to go. Uh, yeah, that's, that's about it. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, I think, right. uh, I think when I lived in Honolulu, they had something like that and we, we tried that a couple times and um, it was it. Well, we tried it like once I remember and it was not as good as we kind of thought that it should be, but they probably just set their prices a little too low um, because it was like, it was decent priced stuff, but it was like, it wasn't really all that, all that great. I hope, I hope yours is a, is a better, I hope you have a better um, time than I did. Yeah, me too. I hope I had a better time than you did. 
It's always the case. <laughs> no, it's uh you know, they do a thing in the summer called the Taste of Chicago as well, which I think is at a park where you buy tickets and stuff and they have like a bunch of vendors there. But no, this is straight up with restaurants, participating restaurants, and they'll have um it's like a twenty five or thirty bucks for like a brunch, lunch uh like set as it were. And then dinner is like I forget, it's like forty or fifty bucks for a course meal, you know, multi course meal. And uh, you know, then you know, you pay whatever extra for of course uh drinks and a tip. So it's like, all right, uh, you know, unfortunately with the with the kids, it's a little harder to do those evening dinners. But yeah. um, since I have some day, I have a day off during the week. Uh, I'm like, okay, cool. Kids will be at daycare, and they won't appreciate good food anyways. Yeah, they're so, still they're still figuring out a solid food in general, so they're not really going to be connoisseurs. But that's cool, man. I hope it. I hope it. Uh, I mean, forty fifty bucks, you should be able to get something pretty decent, I would think. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, but no, that's, yeah, thanks for asking about that. And yeah, so what do we got on the news, man? That's, uh, we got a couple of key things, I thought. Yeah, but nothing well, too great. We got some bad news and we got some goodish news. The, the bad news is, um, this is all, this almost wouldn't be in our purview. Um, but because of a recent game that came out, it is in our purview. So, uh, Justin Roiland of Rick and Morty fame, um, the voices, the voice for both Rick and Morty, um, has been uh, charged with some different things, uh, domestic abuse, um, and uh, it, the list gets kind of long of exactly what, but basically, from what I heard, maybe you heard something a little different, but from what I heard, the the biggest charges um, have to do with him, uh, like false imprisonment. Like apparently he he uh, imprisoned a girl in a bathroom for a certain amount of time, and did a bunch of other sort of sort of weird stuff. Um, let her go eventually, it seems like, but uh, definitely did some pretty bad things. They're saying. Um, uh, I did hear something from his legal team where they said that they expect him to be exonerated. Of course, they would say that, blah, blah, blah. Um, but uh, that's kind of what's going on with, with that part. There's also um, some information coming out that may or may not be true, but seems like it might be true, of uh, texts uh, of a of a um, intimate nature with uh, underage people. Um, I had a chance to look at some of these texts. Um, and if they are real, if they are real, then they're pretty bad. Um, they're definitely not good. And uh, yeah, so it's kind of the long and short of it. Um, there's also some stuff about what the studio is going to do uh, going forward, but yeah, that's uh sort of what's going on with old Justin right now. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know when it first came to light, there was uh, you know it was mostly assault charges that uh, seemed to be popping up on the news feeds, and then Adult Swim has cut since cut ties with the um, with him, and so it's like you know a lot of people are like, well, what's going to happen to the studio? Because he was also a co-creator, if I remember correctly, uh, not just the voices. Yeah, yeah, and. Yeah. I mean, but the the team should be able to you know to move on. Unfortunately, yeah, it it kind of 
stains the name and it'll be weird if they i mean if you could try to get someone to a voice sound alike you know because pr- plenty of people pr- probably make the uh they make a pretty good voice. replica yeah but at the same time he's just like uh you know you you, th- you see uh, a show if he's you know co-creator uh any a show like rick and morty and like that show has a lot of issues with the people in it at least like they you know they're they're flawed characters to say the least and then you'd be like you know to to it's not that far a stretch of the imagination to be like oh wow uh, yeah the people creating it may or at least one of the creators <laughs> may be having something you know bad and like so yeah it's it's From- uh we'll see how that pans out but man it's uh yeah it does not look good either you know if, and unfortunately it does uh leave a kind of the stu- the company with a black eye it doesn't matter like what happens in the future well i mean yeah he's he's the the voices and stuff like that but uh and co-creator but i think he's also pretty big on the writing front um so yeah it's it's not ideal um to lose him um it's i i don't know like i was never i never got into rick and morty it was kind of uh the train had kind of left the station by the time i had heard how good it was um and it just american animation is um not that interesting to me so so, so i don't know i'd have to watch the show uh probably from the beginning when it started to give you a really accurate idea of what i of what is likely to happen. Um, but, uh, I mean, they're, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna press on. I think they're in season seven and I read that they're gonna go, that they're like locked into go till season 10. Um, it's taken them 10 years to get this far apparently, which is sort of weird. Uh, but Um, with pandemic and stuff and and plus in the early on uh, shows like that, generally have a break when they're not like majorly syndicated something like uh you know a fox show cartoon show or something like that but the adult swim stuff it's like yeah it doesn't run on the same cycle um even kids shows like um uh teen titans or uh was it uh steven universe steven universe had a really weird uh you know it's like the first season of the show was like two or three years in the making uh, on and off here and there like so it, it was weird stuff like that so yeah. i can i can see that being the case you can um, see them needing to take more time or whatever yeah i, 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 re- don't know. I really like this show myself uh but i stopped after season three or four uh, i think maybe four uh it's just life happened couldn't and just didn't you know it's one of those things i'll get back off. to it eventually and yeah 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 so that's what's going on right now um it seems I don't know. Like they'll they'll probably recover because they have to, um, but uh, it's it's definitely dang it, it's definitely not uh, not great. So yeah, we'll see what happens, uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about uh, Justin Roiland a little later. And then too, I mean, I kind of feel bad for the guy because because um, these are just charges. And he he resigned, so I, I imagine he was probably asked to resign and decided to go ahead and do that. Um, it's it's just kind of it just kind of sucks that like he has to resign um, based on charges alone. You know, there's going to be a trial and all that stuff. Um, and I I kind of get that the company's like we want to wash our hands of this um, right away 
but like, and he's probably not innocent, but let's just say like for, for argument's sake, what if he is innocent? Um, you mean innocent until proven guilty? Oh, dude, I can, I don't, that's just a hard concept. I, I know it's crazy, but like, what if he is innocent and he has been expunged from, from his company or this company, um, you know, I guess you could say, well, the company would just op- would welcome him back with open arms. It's like, yeah, for him maybe, but what about somebody else, like uh, like a an artist or whatever on that team, or or some or somebody lower level person, like would they get their job back? Probably not. They would just be out the job, and the company would be like, well, we already hired somebody else, so oh, oh well. And it's, uh, it's just kind of like what if we didn't fire people uh, straight away or ask them to resign or whatever straight away whenever someone has made, you know, allegations. And if the show goes under, you know, because, because of this um, or, or just isn't as good or whatever, loses money, then, and it does come out that he's innocent or whatever, then it's like, well, they lost money just because somebody said, he did something bad. Now, he probably he probably did or whatever. It remains to be seen. Um, but for the time being, it's like there, okay. we don't know what happens. I see your point, and yeah, I I hear you. Uh, everyone should in in an ideal society, everyone should be innocent until proven guilty. Uh, but at the same time, it's you know when you have um, you know it's like if you if you have this case going on, you want, you know, unless if you're expecting the series to stop while the case is going on for who knows how long this takes, uh, you know, it's just like, well, that means everyone's going to, all their jobs are just going to be stopped anyways. Uh, or is he supposed to continue working while all this negative and bad press happens? Um, you know, as, as we've already proven earlier in this podcast, um, and you know, someone an allegation holds more weight than the actual maybe truth um and so the whole world knows that uh you ask for toilet paper uh just for an excuse to try to grab someone's hand from under the stall uh nick then that's why you do that um pretty good idea and you you like to peek at people you know and stuff like that we've we've already determined that that's the truth um so allegations aside um you know, it's solid fact. No, I mean, I, just, it is what it is. And then it comes and that's, it's, it sucks. But unfortunately you have to distance yourself because unless, unless if the season was happened to be already finished, um, you know, but this, they're going to continue to make stuff. They need, well, uh, the, even the, the even problem the is that the people, people who are working right beside you, like, are you going to want to work just even your day-to-day job? Are you going to want to work beside someone who has an allegation or like public you know publicity of something going on you know it's like if you didn't know about a trial or something like that like that's one thing but if you fully know that they're uh, accused of something like even if you don't necessarily think like yeah they probably that's probably a false charge you're like you know how are you going to do it's it's like it's going to just be weird working with them uh so until until it's all cleared and then what happens out next it's like do they actually ask him back? Does he actually want to go back and be like, Hey guys, you know, you treated me like crap or like, is or going back and be awkward? Yeah. You remember when we all hated you for that bit because we all thought you were guilty and turns out you weren't. Um, 
yeah, you know, like let's just laugh it under it's all water under the bridge, right? It's that relationship, those relationships will never be the same. Uh no matter what the case, you know, like, you know, that from allegation point, like unless if it was like they had that solidarity being like, no way this is true. We have your back. We know this is all fake. Um, but you know, like from the company perspective, I see like, uh, you, you are afraid that people are going to boycott the show based on allegations. Cause people do that kind of stuff all the time. Um, the, the problem is that it's people companies kowtowing to mob rule essentially like that this this mob is like well he's got allegations against him it's like well that's why we have a legal system it's why we have a justice system um that is flawed sure but but it's it doesn't seem fair to me to punish people before a professional legal system has had its say and i just like, I just don't like the idea of being controlled by a mob. Like, if, if it was my company, I would I, – I, I don't know what I would do because I'd have to really consider, so, like – This like, is different than mob mentality, though, I'm uh, because it's not the mob. The mob didn't say, hey, fire him now. But they would um, have. But they would. And that's what they're oh, afraid yeah, of. But this is – but this, this – we've been this way as a society for way longer than – most people you know want to even think about you know yes of recent note things like this have happened and uh we'll we'll mention our in the next article about how mob mentality kind of working for the better um kind of but at the same time you know working towards a a goal and yes that's there is there is something to be said about that but at the same time it's just like um now if i state an opinion not uh and it's just my opinion but not one of the company uh you know it's like that's when things get shady be like hey i believe in x y and z uh and the company's like well we don't stand by that and now we want you to go or because i said i stand by x y z and i'm not like and then all of a sudden the mob mentality says you like we hate you now um you know it's just like uh then the company would react that's that's one thing but when it comes to actual criminal charges there there's one thing you know it's like to separate yourself is one thing to uh now he could have he didn't have to re- he may have not had to resign he could have taken a leave, a leave of, of absence, absence or something yeah um yeah that is that I, was the always I, the political I, polite thing to do being like i'm not it's i'm not being thrown away uh we're not you know and i'm not you know like but i'm not also going to create a hindrance to everyone you know but also when it lots sometimes when it comes to things like this you know there might be uh when it, when it's come to those other big uh big video game companies and yeah. their allegations some people have backed down real quick because like hey you know there there might be other issues with the company themselves yeah like, you know, and, might, and you know, he, so. he might have resigned of his own accord without being asked to and just decided i'm just going to resign uh in order to save the company, you know, anything like that. And I, and I respect that. And I mean, just kind of putting it like if it was my company and this happened to one of my employees, um, yeah, I mean, it would be really hard for me not to make the same choice though, too. And cause it's like, well, you know, uh, are we all going to sink because, because, um, the mob is going to 
destroy our company because of like one people, like, like one person's like, well, you can't control the mob. Um, they're going to do what they're going to do, but you can sort of appease them. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It would be, it would be something that, uh, that I'd probably have to make a choice on whenever I came to it. So I can kind of see it both ways. It is, it, it is tough. Uh, I just, I don't know. I, I hope it's not true. I have a feeling it, it, it is, uh, but I hope it's not. And we'll just see what happens next. Yeah, uh, for sure. So speaking about on that topic of mob, mob mentality. Um, yeah. You, what's what the next uh, article we got here? So the next story is a little bit of good news. Uh, so Wizards of the Coast, the makers of Dungeons and Dragons, maybe you've heard of it. They had a big kerfuffle uh, with their open games license. They were going to basically take that down and put up a new one. And it was going to uh, rip. It was going to basically remove a lot of third party um, uh, ability to make stuff for D and D people got mad. So people got very angry. The, the D and D internet space just went ablaze. Um, memes memes galore um and so they came around they said okay we're gonna put it on pause and then there's another week and they decided to leave the ogl in place so it is ogl 1.0 um and it's gonna stay that way and uh but they also uh went a step further and they are putting the srd which I think is uh, the standard rule something. Anyway, basically it's like the core the core rule set for d and I'm pretty sure. They are putting that under a Creative Commons license. So what that means is basically they will no longer have control over it from an intellectual property standpoint. That means anybody can use that, that SRD and they can uh, systems uh, reference document. Okay, yeah. So they can use a system reference document um, to make content for D and D that works with D and D. So that is, as far as I understand, that is basically the core rule set. Everything that you would need um, to be able to make stuff and have it apply and work, you know, programming wise in game. Um, so that's a pretty big move. Um, it's uh it's it's overall it's it's a good thing. It's it goes a long way to repairing the damage that was done. Um because it's a commitment it's a, something of a commitment showing the public that they are not going to tr- later again try to redo the OGL. They're saying we're giving we're giving that to you guys and Everything after that, you know, everything after the the standard stuff, you know, we are going to hold on to our IP. So any extra books and stuff like that, we're hanging on to that, um, which makes sense. And it's pretty much what everybody wanted. Um, everybody on YouTube is saying, we won, we won, we won. And I'm kind of like, I don't know if that's really the best attitude to have, but that's the way people are on YouTube. So, yeah, it's um stay of execution, at least for the time being. Yeah, uh, it's one of those things that it, they'll find another way to try to turn the system to make money. Uh, that's, you know, that, that was the whole point of it is uh, they weren't making enough. Uh, they wanted a, a 
you know, a piece of it. And so their lawyers will now knowing what they have to go against, they'll find something else. And it's unfortunate, but it is the inevitability on this situation. Um, we would have been, yeah, you, the, the people won, but unfortunately, uh, it should have never come up is what is how they really should have looked at it. Um, it shouldn't have been messed with. It got messed with. They're going to mess with it again. Yeah. Um, the, the lesson that they have learned because it's the lesson that all companies learn about this is to do it very slowly over time in very tiny increments. And then nobody. And, and the, the other thing too, is that they, they really, they really screwed up because they did not have a value offer, a new huge value offer to go along with this. They kind of thought they did because open D and D is coming out um, at some point soon. But, but what they, where they really screwed up is they, uh, they should have come out with that. And then at the same time, maybe not such a draconian move with the OGL, but something similar going like, okay, we're simultaneously removing some of that old stuff while we're giving you this really awesome new software that's going to replace everything that you're using that people, it still would have been a firestorm, uh, but it would have been, it, it may have been less and they may have been able to keep more of the ground that they clearly wanted to, to, to win here. But you're right. I mean, it's, and that's kind of why, like, like this almost makes me want to pay for something with D and D again, but I keep thinking, like, like you said, like they're gonna, they're just, they're just, they're just regathering the troops, they're regrouping, and they're gonna come around and do something different. Um, but I think most people are going to forget about this, and um, especially new players are not gonna know anything about it, or they're gonna look at it and they go, oh, well, they. You know they did a good thing, right? And they're just going to keep. They're just going to buy their D and D brand new, and it's it, the the squeeze is coming, but it's going to be on new players probably. Yeah. Uh, so all right, uh, it's it's unfortunate uh, inevitability, but at the same time, hey, it's, the status quo is uh, remained the same at least for now. So sorry to know. black pill you, but <laughs> that's probably what's going to happen. <laughs> this is the black pill episode. So, all right, here, uh, on a, uh, a slightly, you know, lighter bit of news, uh, Xbox and Bethesda did their um, developer direct uh, the other week. And so what happened from that was it, it was a shorter one. They they came out right ahead and said it wasn't going to be like this big, massive thing, uh, like not a lot of new games, uh, but they had just boiled it down to a few major titles. Uh, the, I believe it was Forza, uh, Elder Scrolls Online, uh, Minecraft, Redfall, and they unveiled uh, a, a new game called uh, Hi-Fi Rush. And so uh, for me personally, uh, the only real takeaways were like, I was more interested in uh, the Forza uh, because I, you know, this, it's always good to look at. Uh, I always like looking at a good Forza game. Uh, you know, they just went on talking very highly about like the the modeling, the dirt buildup, and this and that. I'm like, okay, yep, yeah, it looks amazing. I got you, uh, you know. And uh, but yeah, they they unveiled kind of out of the blue, um, uh, Hi-Fi Rush, and it's 
I don't know if you actually got a chance to see any of this, uh, Nick. I kind of looked at it, but I didn't uh, look at actually any gameplay. I just saw some screenshots. Looks pretty cool. Yeah, so it's uh, this is this was done by um, Tango uh, GameWorks, uh, the guys who brought you Evil Within. Uh, um, so a very uh, similar game, uh, as you can tell by the art. <laughs> no, so this uh, this game by Rush is very is very much a cell shaded. It looks something like a cross between, uh, I don't know, you have a, a Jet Set Radio Future, you know, kind of vibe going to it. Yeah. Um, it's a third person action with uh, having to do with music and rhythm. Uh, it's, it is a really unique game. I like it a lot. It's, uh, the music's kind of a little bit all over the place, which isn't a bad thing. It's just, uh, you know, so I went ahead and I, I played the first two bosses out of this one so i did put some time into it i know i'm cutting into our what we've been playing a little bit but i'm like it's right here so i'll go ahead and get this out of the way now and yeah it's uh it's like if you took uh you know like uh it has that the main character reminds me for some reason of uh like marty mcfly you know it's that you know the young uh energetic kid who's not really the brightest but he's you know uh he's kind of you know, they're quirky and likable in a certain way. Uh, but you got to kind of have a, a simple kid, a uh, simple-minded fool uh, to play your hero. And essentially, it's just a weird... Uh, it's a, a big, giant corporation is going ahead and giving people upgrades to their bodies uh, by giving them robotic parts. Uh, they don't really tell, talk about too much ex what, what that extent is. But essentially, they're like, all right, cool, he's in. He's signing up for this, uh, for this new, better experience. And, you know, it's like they end up stripping him pretty much of all his belongings and be like, all right, you're about to be like roboticized. Like all right. Dr. All right. Uh, transhumanism. His, I'm in. OK. Uh, it turns out one of the leaders of that group just happens to be like pick up. Uh, he's talking about like he was I was expecting the cream of the crop and you're just giving me like cannon fodder, essentially, uh, I'm like paraphrasing. But he picks up the dude's iPod. It's like an old it's like the Gen 1 iPod. And he's just like. And he's just like, this is like garbage. And he just throws it and it happens to stumble and fall down the rafters. And it lands right onto his chest right before he's going to be like panini pressed into a robot. And when he when it pops up, it ejects him into the wall because he's a defect. And he just smashes into like his face smashes into the wall. And he's just grabbing his face in pain. It's pretty funny. Uh, okay. but yeah, now now he has a robot arm. But beforehand, it was just a broken arm. So now it's completely you know, machine oriented and it's being powered by his iPod that's now embedded into his chest. Um, and now he sees the whole world and it happens to be going to the beat of the music. So it's like a quarter beat uh, every. And then if you just his idle animation is just him snapping his fingers. Uh, it's uh, and they just quickly tell you like, hey, you and the enemies, when you hit the attack button, will automatically attack on the beat. Now, if you happen to time it with the beat, you'll get a stronger attack. Uh, and oh. you have a light attack, uh, which is every quarter beat. And then you have to, if you skip a beat, that's that forever. That would be your heavy attack. So you hit, um, I'm using, I'm playing this on the Xbox Series X, but it's also on the uh, PC Game Pass. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's like, you know, light attack is uh, X, Y is heavy attack. And you just, it's a, you know, third person action, you know, action platformer. Uh, and it's pretty for now it's pretty easy i'm just playing on the normal setting i didn't there's like four settings you got the uh 
you know the easy normal uh hard and whatever like the extreme version is yeah but I'm, I, I default i usually default to when it comes to games like this to whatever uh the developers suggest you know so that was normal and yeah it's uh the art style is pretty awesome it's very much that cell shaded like telltale slash jet set radio uh future uh and i i just i'm very much blown away about how smooth the transition cutscenes and the actual just the world looks they this has a they nail their style when like 100 percent uh yeah and like you know you you like a traditional platformer like i said this kind of I, in the beginning i was going to say they like mashed uh some mashup between jet set radio and honestly i think ratchet and clank uh because it has this like you know the the world isn't quite open world but they have you know uh these level designs where they have a bunch of hidden things you're collecting gear uh while ratchet and clank can be collecting bolts and such right uh and you you peek behind things you can break boxes to, to unveil like you know new hidden areas kind of and you're collecting special upgrades so it's very it has that you know it reminds me of you know and plus the uh the bystanders in this game, the NPCs, uh, they're also just talking machines. Now, are they like, I'm pretty sure they're just straight up machines from the get go, but, or the, they could be humans turned into robots. I don't actually know. Um, but yeah, I just, that the comedy and the, the way they banter reminds me of that Ratchet and Clank game. And, you know, by the time I got to the first boss, it was, uh, the, the main music for that level was like, it just dropped nine inch nails. Like, I'm like wow, oh, really? I was not expect yeah, I was not expecting nine inch nails like to be the first boss music. I was like, okay, um, yeah, it's just uh, you know, it's it, I've only gotten to the first. I've beat the first two bosses. the The second boss is one of the uh, the corpo underlings. So there's like a council, like they they're like I think it's six or seven people. Yeah, and so yeah, I went ahead. Uh, her name was Rekka, and she's just essentially this. Uh, this wrestler pro wrestler who's in charge of production line and so everything everything she says is you know is always in all the memos they're all in caps uh and she it's always talking in third person you know Rekka doesn't believe in this and Rekka's like you know Rekka believes that you have to try harder you know there's no excuses you know stuff like that so uh as she's talking to you you know like she bumps her fists and it, it it's in time with the music so like you know it's just you know they they do an extra like emphasis on the clinging of metal gloves to the and it's just like everything is pretty good i i think this is a, a unique game uh it is a little slower than i would like as far as movement goes traversal uh, because it looks okay. because it reminds me so much of jet set radio and i just love how fast you are in that game now it's not really slow by any means but it's just I wish there was like a a dash or like even it kind of has that same vibe of uh shoot I'm trying to remember the the Xbox 1 uh game that released it was uh shoot, it was the Insomnia game it was only on Xbox exclusive and I'm drawing a complete blank now it'll come to me later uh, do you think they're going to add Sunset Overdrive there you go Oh Sunset Overdrive <laughs> oh, do you think the, do you Sunset think Overdrive do you yeah think that was add a fast a, game like and a dash. I, it has a really unique style to it Do you think they're going to add a dash like that you're going to be able to earn later in the game or something like they're saving that. So they give you a, a combat maneuver dash and you can dash up to a chain three. It's uh, like to the, the beat of the music. Uh, yeah. So you can dash one, two and three. It's not as fast or as long distance as I personally would like. 
Uh, it's mostly a defensive maneuver, oh. uh, or you can dash into an attack, but it's not like, you know, when you're playing a, a Metroidvania style game where the dash is substantially faster or anything like that. It's more of a movement capability, kind of like a Doom or something like that, where you, you, you use, you do, they instantly give you a double jump though. So props for that total props like double jump right out the gate i'm like i don't i I like having a double jump uh and they give you that dash pretty early on so you can just you know double jump dash to to make to ledge and stuff like that um i'm not sure how much i i assume that they're gonna let you have a little more free roaming capability later because it's pretty much low pretty solid level design and instantly you're like oh this is obviously a door i can't come back to yet um like this looks like I can break it, but it has some sort of barrier. Or like this this uh doorway has flames shooting down. This is a constant flamethrower. And like so there must be some way for me to get through that at a different time. Uh because I can see items and treasure on the other side. So but it feels like very much a linear way. I'm just going from point A to point B. Uh, and if you like anything like the Devil May Cry games, uh they have the encounters are just little arenas. So, you know, you'll get to an area, you'll see like, oh, there's a hatches on the floor. So obviously when I walk into this area, the enemy is going to pop up from the hatches. And once you beat the set amount of enemies, you're scored on your technique, your timing and your um, your overall speed for that encounter. So they'll rate you, you know, like I don't know how low it goes, but like it may be a D is the lowest I've gotten um, because I had no idea what I was doing at first. Yeah. But, you know. And so they'll they'll average the three, and then you'll get an average ranking for that encounter. And then at the end of the uh, level, they'll show you all your encounters and all your rankings, and that kind of just lets you know how you did. So I was able to get a couple S ranks, uh, you know, but you know, generally I'll get like an A or B for most of my stuff, mainly because my timing may not be be uh, the best, or I may not have the the high enough score for my combos because I'll just rely on some of the more basic you know sets. But then I'll usually get like an S rank. For my my time because i'm like this is the quickest way for me to beat this encounter i wish the i i don't know, i i wish the combat was just a little different but i'm kind of bad when it comes to this this specific type of rhythm game yeah um crypt of the necro dancer uh, i was not good at that game at all I, played, <laughs> I was very bad at that game i played that for a couple levels and that did that it was super hard hard that game is super hard um yeah, but it's really yeah, fun. But my brain that, around um, it, so that's yeah. that's I'm better at this than I am at that by far. Oh, okay. But at the same time, but you know, by the same at the same time, I'm just like, ah, there's, I like sometimes my I just can't, you know, like I'm always having to keep the rhythm, and they give you enough aids, like the the background items, the trees will like shake to the rhythm to to the to the beats. Uh, you'll see other objects, you know, like pistons and stuff. Everything's in time, so whenever. Uh, a platform comes up the platform would go onto the beat uh you're you can even turn on an indicator so you can see the beat uh markers hit the uh, fall on the bottom of the screen and so they'll the center of this like an icon will pulse so you will always have something to help you not just the audio cues and so they they're really um they're they're really friendly that way and you can uh but yeah for the most part like i said i've i've had a pretty good time with this game i've I've played it for maybe I think only like three hours, maybe four hours, roughly. Um, 
I uh, I actually do have an, I do like the traversal to explore and find some of the stuff. See them. You kind of give yourself a little pat on the back. You're like, ha, I found this hidden. You know, nothing special, but like I found the new hidden item, and you know, it's uh, yeah. Look, you'll end up getting more characters and stuff like that. So yeah, I I thoroughly uh, am enjoying my time. I'm hopefully going to play this. I want to play through completion. I think I might commit to that. How long do you think it's uh, going to be? Like 10, 20 hours? Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be more like, uh, I would say like maybe 10 to 15. Okay. Uh, that's just, once again, though, uh, you know, if not sure, I don't think I ha- you'll end up facing all the, like the council members, all like there's, I want to say there's like six of them total, uh, maybe seven. And so I already beat one in the, in the span of like three hours. So if you do the math that way, then that one, you know, it might come out to, you know, another, you know, 15. So, yeah, it might be under 20 hours uh, at the time of when I started it, because it, was, it just came out, uh, like, you know, on the 25th. They they announced it. They dropped it, you know, so it's like, oh, wow. So uh, there was no, you know, I guess no early copies out. And so time to beat still didn't have anything in there. Uh, on the Game Pass page, they didn't have it filled in at all, so they didn't like give you a hint. So, yeah, so you have no idea. But I'm so sure someone's probably probably gotten a hold of it by now. And, oh yeah, by now. Yeah, it's been like it's, it's been two days. Someone's guaranteed to have beaten it by now. Someone's has already gotten on there and been beating it. Um, sounds pretty cool though. It sounds like it probably needs to be a bit snappier on movement, but that might not be the, the end of the world. Um, so well, it's, yeah, again, it sounds it's, like it's nothing like for me though, personally, because I'm not when it comes to a Devil May Cry game. I'm really bad when they rank you for like style and stuff like that. I'm not good at that at all. So I think it's more of a me problem than the game itself. Oh, uh, so maybe you would if 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 you're better at style, someone else who's a little more skilled with that would doing, easily clean house. You'd yeah. be doing the dance, and you wouldn't really need so much of the rush uh, dashes or anything like that. And you would feel like okay, that, that, that might be true, but. Also, you kind of just want—I don't know—in games, a lot of times I just want a way to—I want—I want the the way to move fast uh, to be really satisfying. But yeah, well, yeah. like when I get with a game like Jet Set Radio, Sunset Overdrive, even the newest Ratchet and Clank—I mean, they have like implements to go fast, grinding on the you know rails and stuff like that, and you know it's just like they have. There was a there was one segment where you kind of grind on a rail, uh, but it's it's meant to be uh, at a certain point. You're like in a tunnel, and then you're meant to you know it's is a sequence. And so that was the I'm like I really do hope that they give you some sort of faster movement uh, personally, but that's because I like a game that gives you fast movement. Uh, any any first person shooter that lets you like run way faster than a human should, you know, naturally that I, I prefer that instead of walking as a slow tank. Um, you know, yeah. that's why, and just because of this game, like it reminds me so much of jet set radio Rem- yeah. has that fun fi- vibe of um, a sunset overdrive. Those games are about having speed. And that's why I think my brain is trying to like, is having a hard time comprehending or wanting, like I want more speed out of this. Right. So, okay. Oh, but yeah, outside of the other than that, on the conference, you know, they they talked about uh, Elder Scrolls online. I don't know anyone who personally plays it, so I have very little care about I'm that. I'm honestly really surprised that that is still in operation. Uh, it must not yeah. be very expensive to run. <laughs> so um, it must bring them some money, right? Uh, but yeah, Redfall. Uh, Redfall is, they're saying it's launching uh, May 2nd. Yep. And... 
that one is uh is now up for pre-orders uh on like epic games and such so i am very curious about this game because i only saw the very first trailer the first two trailers that came out and then i know they've shown more of it since and so i've kept myself in the dark about it but i have heard other people explain it a little bit better because at first you didn't know what to expect from the first cinematic and then out of the second trailer it made it feel like it was a like a left for dead or back for blood style game and i was like oh do i really want that i'm like i'll play it but it's not you know i'm not too hyped about it and then from what i've heard it's actually very it's going to be very different from that and i'm like okay well it's gonna if it's it's gonna be more of a traditional style game and i'm like that sounds more exciting uh so i've literally uh, when i came to this i'm like i'm i i just stopped i'm like okay i'm not gonna watch this segment because i want to be i just want to come into this hyped i guess so i this is one of the few games um this year that i'm looking forward to yeah as people uh, are looking forward to redfall i've seen some screenshots i think and uh not really much on gameplay though so i can't make too big of a judgment but i just remember thinking that what i saw was like well this looks like it'll be fun for somebody it looks it looks well made um but it didn't seem right right up my alley but whenever it comes out i'll, I'll probably take a better look and then Maybe give it a try. So, yeah, looking forward yeah. to that, too. All right. And the uh, the last bit of news uh, is actually today. Um, so, GoldenEye, uh, <laughs> you know, had just okay. launched on Game Pass. All right. Uh, so, this is, this is one of those is games it good? that my coworkers got really ex- stoked about this. I, uh, I personally realized I don't like GoldenEye anymore. <laughs> uh recently as in like i don't know a handful of years ago Man, like it's... i remember loving it as i loving it as a kid it was great then we all went to uh, a barcade and we're like yeah so let, like they had it there like yeah let's play and we we're all trying to play like this game is really bad <laughs> like we forgot how bad it was but because there was nothing like it really at the time uh you know it's like it it didn't matter it was just like you played it you had fun you were also you didn't know any better uh, but since then, games have evolved a long way. Now, this has all the the proper amenities as a modern game should. Uh, you can look up and down properly, unlike the old Nintendo 64 controller. Uh, you know, this... Uh, I haven't heard anything bad things about this one. I just know it had a really weird uh, history with the fact that it was, you know, between not being released and then, you know, being shelved for a long time, being unearthed and stuff like that. So... Uh, but I like I said, a handful of coworkers are like, "Yeah, we need to play this. We need to get this to get get the group together." I, I've been seeing like... this popping up <laughs> at different places, and I remember hearing about it. It's coming. I'm glad it's here, but it's also like it's Goldeneye. Even with good joysticks, which the 64 controller did not have, even with good joysticks, it's still going to be Goldeneye. It's it's a dinosaur, and it was amazing when it came out. It was freaking awesome. But so was the Model T. <laughs> We've made better stuff since then. And like the first time that I ever had that kind of notion was whenever Halo, the first Halo came out um, years after this. And I was reading like electronics, electronics gaming monthly. And somebody wrote in and they said, cause not everyone had played Halo yet. And they wrote in and they said, so this Halo game it, the multiplayer, you know, how good is it compared to like GoldenEye, which is like the best, you know, multiplayer like ever. And the the editor of the magazine wrote back and said, 
imagine the biggest pile of crap that you have ever seen. Now imagine that that pile of crap is just the tip of a very, of an even greater, huger pile of crap. That is the golden eye multiplayer compared to Halo. And it was funny at the time, but really it's pretty, it was pretty true even for back then. Like in Halo is, has dated, is, is dated from, you know, since then, uh, the, the original Halo, but it's, it's just, it's not as good as you remember. It, it's just not, I, I would honestly, I would rather see, I know it's, it's, it's rare instead of, um, you know, it's, it's from rare. So that's, it's cool to see that, but I would honestly rather see like the original smash brothers, um, come to like, uh, the switch or whatever that would be, that would probably translate better to me, but people are excited about it. I hope everybody has fun, but I'll play it and, or whatever, but it's, it's just whatever to me. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's a fun thing that just kind of popped out of nowhere. Uh, at least it was on any of our radars. And all of a sudden this list, like I said, it got quite a few people in my office hyped that usually don't care. But I did warn them. I'm like, yeah, it's it's not going to be as good as you remember, man. It's, it's all the plebes uh, with their rose-colored nostalgia vision. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I'll, I already talked a little bit about what I, uh, some or at least a little bit of what I played. Uh, how about yourself, man? What have you been doing? So Justin Roiland makes his comeback on this podcast. Um, I played a little game called High on Life. Uh, I played it on Xbox Game Pass. I guess it's PC Game Pass because I'm playing it on a PC. I played it on Game Pass. I've uh, been hearing about it. or I first saw a, a thing for a while ago. I was like, okay, that looks like a game, whatever. And then I heard it was, and then I saw a trailer and I was like, it's supposed to be good. And I was like, okay. And it looked kind of funny. And I was like, okay, this definitely looks different, better than I thought it was going to be. And then the game came out and everybody, it got, it has like really rave reviews everywhere. Um, uh, and I, I played it. I played through the first boss. I know you had a chance to play a little bit of it. How far did you play, Joe? Uh, I barely played it just because I ended up uh, playing a different game uh, that I've been meaning to get to, uh, to get in contact with, and then I ended up set, putting that aside for Hi-Fi Rush. Okay, so, so yeah, I, I I didn't even make it to the first boss. Uh, I generally like their games. Uh, like I played, uh, I played and beat the VR uh, Rick and Morty game, oh. uh, and I also did uh, Trover Saves the Universe. And that was cleverly written and pretty pretty good overall. So uh, I was v from the from the very beginning. I was looking forward to this game because I'm like, this should be interesting at the very least. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's uh, it's very funny to start. It's just I think I sent you a text um, saying how funny it was in like the first three minutes. It is really hilarious. So they really they really front load. Uh, that stuff and it had me rolling uh, with laughter uh, pretty much immediately. It cools off a bit uh, after about the first 15 or 20 minutes. Uh, it kind of starts to slow roll some of the comedy, some of the story. Um, took me about an hour to get to and beat the first boss. I'm playing on whatever like normal difficulty. Uh, gameplay seemed pretty standard. Definitely not bad but also not really doing anything that that uh blew me away at least at the beginning um 
I, I did. I, I am going to go ahead and spoil something here, though, um, about the first boss. So the first boss is someone called Nine Torg. And then when you get up to them, so it's all aliens and stuff like that. So you get up to Nine Torg and you find out that they are just a clone. And there's uh, there's like 15 Torgs overall. So you get up to the boss and Nine Torg has seven Torg. Uh, captive because they all hate each other and you hear them talk a little bit so then you d- do the fight with nine torg and you win and you kill her and then you're taught and then seven torg is still there seven, eight nine no it's oh, I mean, okay good there's not like a, a bad joke th- there's not that joke but maybe there there would be i don't know but anyway or maybe it's five torg i'm pretty sure it's seven though but anyway so seven torg you're talking to her after you've killed nine torg and she's still tied up, and you're you know blabbing about stuff, um, and she basically and you're basically like, okay, so they're all clones, and she's like, yeah, we're all clones, so blah blah, and she starts talking about how she's gonna do evil stuff, and I was like, so you're all clones, so you're all exactly alike, and she's like, yeah yeah, and then I was like, okay, and I started to shoot her tied up and she's like, ah, no, no, I just kill her really easily. And, uh, I got a trophy or something from that. And I was like, like, why would I let you live? If you're just going to do the exact same thing that I just killed nine Torg for. So that was pretty clever. I got, I gotta, I gotta be honest, uh, for them to write it that way. And to make, I mean, cause I could have let her live. They were like, you, know, you can go now and she'll escape or, or whatever. And, but the people, but like your guns talk to you and your knife talks to you and stuff like that. And they say hilarious shit. Um, but I'm probably not going to play anymore cause it's not really, not really my thing. Um, I, th- I can, I don't know. It just seems, it seems okay, but it doesn't, it, it didn't really grab me as far as like the, the gameplay goes, but dadgum, it is, it is pretty dang funny. Um, the stuff at the very beginning is freaking hilarious. I gotta, I gotta say, with the with the lawyer, man, <laughs> that's just great. So, yeah, they're they're right. The writing has always been really clever. Uh, like I said, Trover saved the universe. They had a, and even like that simple VR Rick and Morty game. It is very short, but they have way more dialogue and things that you would never think was necessary. Well, and then you just you just start experimenting with things like, well, what happens if I do this? And then all of a sudden, like, oh wow, there's dialogue to this, and wait, it's still going. I, uh, I'm just gonna put down the controller a little bit and see how long this dialogue goes for. You know, stuff like that. It's just they are. I remember remember being like, uh, in Trover Saves Universe, you meet some higher you know beings, uh, and you kind of listen to them like talk, and then you leave, and they're still talking. So then. You know, they're just amongst the amongst themselves. I and I come back and they're like, "Oh, you came back. Oh, okay. Well, we don't really like." And then just they keep on like, "There's all this extra dialogue. Like, you should probably go now, right? You know, you've got better things to do. Like, and like basically, they're saying they're running out of things to say, but they keep on going. And you're like, "Geez, what is like?" And then you know, or you you get out of your shot and they start their conversation and just listening to how long this conversation is going. And it's just it goes for a while. You're like, "Geez." Uh, I feel weird just wasting my time sitting here just listening, like eavesdropping, but it's pretty but, good. I mean, it's good because it just, I mean, like how much does, does VO cost? I'm sure, I'm sure it's kind of expensive, 
but it's like, you know, to start VO is one price and to have a hundred more words or a hundred, you know, a couple more lines, it's going to cost more money, but how much more is probably like a diminishing return on how much more. And you can add a lot of value to somebody that wants to sit there and feel like the game is, it just makes the game feel like it's really fleshed out. So that, that part is really cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, well then the last game, uh, I was, you know, I was playing was, uh, immortality, you know, uh, we talked about, I talked about wanting to try it out after that, uh, after the game awards, uh, or at least after we found out what the nominations were, I didn't get around to playing it as soon as I'd like, just, you know, things got in the way. Uh, but I finally did get a chance to play uh, a decent chunk at the beginning. And I was actually surprised uh, how much of the game there actually is to this. So uh, you mentioned you were you had played some of this as well. So I want to know, uh, what did you play? How far did you get in? I only played for about, a, your thoughts? Yeah. Probably about an hour or 45 minutes or so. Um, it is an interesting concept. But I thought that the story was not really interesting enough from the get go. Um, it, it it has, and it's it's not really, I don't know. It's not really up my alley. I kind of I kind of know the the basically the idea that they're going for. Um, it's a it's about a a, a woman um, that becomes a famous actress, and it sort of starts with her being famous and talking on a on a late night show and then you kind of do investigative work uh, and go back into her past um, and sort of see how she got to that point and apparently there's probably some intrigue and stuff that that goes on um, so you're you're kind of clicking on certain things in the game and uh, I clicked around a bunch and I got stuff that started to get a little bit spicy, but it kind of took a little while to get there. Um, and it was a little bit all over the place. Like if you like to be a bit of a sleuth, like a, like a detective trying to figure this stuff out, it's, it could be pretty interesting. But to me, I just, I just wanted a little bit more, a little bit faster before they slowed it down. So that's kind of how I, I felt. I, I did see several characters, um, there was a a young a young guy a young actor guy that she was in a lot of scenes with, that seemed like he was kind of suspect, and then like the director seemed kind of suspect. But that's about all that I could really gather. Okay, so to to expand upon this a little bit more, the the kind of con- so this game is done by um, Sam Barlow, and uh, I know him from her story. He created uh, so her story. Uh-huh. Is a game that I had fun with uh, a few, quite a few years ago now. Uh, Long time, yeah. It came out. Shoot, uh, I want to say fifteen, uh, maybe, seventeen. Yeah, maybe 2015, 2016, something like that. Yeah. So I recommended this to you a long time ago. Uh, that game is uh, also filmed in uh, with you know with live actors, and that one is uh, you're investigating uh, interrogation footage essentially, and so like almost all of it is just a camera put down in front of someone who's at in a interrogation office and they're just you're scrubbing you're uh, you're look, listening for keywords and based off the dial then you're you're typing into an old dos computer system those keywords to see what else pops up and from that you're like okay here's the 
uh, they mention something about Friday. So then you type in Friday and see how many video files pop up for Friday or, you know, uh, and you're trying to figure out why this woman is in a, um, an interrogation. And then at like, when you get to maybe 60 or 70% of the story, you can choose to just leave. Right. You end the game. Uh, or you can sit down and you know, finish it to the conclusion. And it's actually really interesting that way. Uh, so it's, this is very similar to that. Uh, this being uh, immortality. So in the concept, I think a uh, little bit more is she was a she wasn't necessarily a famous actress. It was like she's more of an attempted famous actress. She had a bright career, but things kept on going wrong. Uh, I think the okay, first yeah. uh, the first film she because they, they say that she the director found her from like a, a coffee commercial or coffee ad, and so she is this first time actress, big big production movie. And something happens in which the film is finished but canned. Uh, then there's a uh, her second film later, years later has the same. I believe that it was the same, uh, like uh, not uh, not the same director, but same like cinematographer from the first movie to the second movie. And that one, something happened during filming, and that one got canned or like it got shelved. Uh, and then there was a third film much later. Uh, because I think the first film is late 60s, second film is like 70s, 80s time frame, and then the last one is like, I want to say maybe early 2000s. And, you know, it's like, in which, once again, something happens to this movie, and uh, so she doesn't, you know, like, and she just kind of, had, in between, it just makes it seem like not, her life had disappeared, and we, you don't really know what's happened to her afterwards. So you're just trying to, starting off with that uh, interview, like late night uh, talk show host uh, clip from there. That is your starting point. And you're scrubbing through film. Uh, so you have the segment of video footage. You can go forward and back and you're trying to click on uh, instead of instead of her story. When you listen to for key words, this one, you're actually using like uh, your mouse cursor to highlight uh, key items, whether it's a coffee cup, uh, a face. Uh, or something like you know something in the background and the uh the system as it were is going to try to give you a something that connects to that so if you click on a coffee cup on the the host uh the late night show uh talk show host desk then it'll automatically zoom in and then zoom out and it's a coffee cup at a police precinct which was the second movie and then you can sometimes they'll let you click on one thing multiple times like the actor or actress's face and they'll get different necessarily things. Yeah, so you're not. It's it, sometimes it it stays in a loop. Sometimes, uh, you have to click on their face again, and they might break the loop, and you go into X amount of movies. So, like the costume designer for the first film, I clicked on her a bunch to see how many times she pops up, uh, and you know each time you're like you end up there's like there has to be like a full almost a full movie's worth of actual stuff in there. Yeah, because you have lot. for each of these movies, um. You have not only the movies, but you have their uh, their dry runs, you know, or like their uh, they're them not in costume, but like doing their rehearsals. Uh, you also have uh, other interviews that they're doing, You're talking about you know to different media and stuff like while on the set. Um, and it's it goes really in depth. I'm like, wow, this is really interesting. But you know, I, I I'd say I was maybe a half dozen to a dozen clips in before, and some of the clips were really short. Like I clicked on a like the couch cushion or something like that it, it brought me to a different it was a it was a cushion on a bed 
and then it brought me to a couch cushion and zoomed out and the clip was only like not even you know 10 seconds i'm like oh that was that was really short that was weird okay and then i clicked on something else and then i'm like oh wait what did he say i rewound it and then also i realized it kept on rewinding i'm like Ah, crap. So that means the clips that they jump you to from when you click on an object is could be mid-scene. So I had watched like a half dozen to a dozen clips. Turns out there's a bunch of them that the beginning portion of those clips I had not seen at all. Yeah. So I was like, so now I'm having to go through and scrub these. And like, and so some of them that were, it kind of, um, when you exit the clips, you know, you, you can organize them a little bit to, you know, by chronological date or by like movie sequence and so I, but when you go back into the clip it'll pretty much bring you where you left so if you are at the very end it'll bring you back at the end and so i'm like okay let me rewind this thing so as i'm rewinding one of these clips all of a sudden you know it's uh you know everyone's uh it's the wrap-up party for uh for the first film right and all of a sudden a little blip happens on the screen and i'm like what the hell is that music changed and it was a blip it was just a white thing i'm like okay i stopped it hit play nothing happened like them just all acting I'm like oh that that blip wasn't there i rewinded it again blip happened again i'm like okay so then i kind of went forward then slowly you can scrub you can scrub the footage you know rewind it slowly and they're actually all talking backwards and everything like that too and then all of a sudden this ghostly image appears on on the screen and it's completely unrelated and it's slowly as i'm getting further and further back eventually it takes up more and more of the screen to that person's there and i'm trying to stop it but it wouldn't let me stop quite so i'm like okay i went to a different piece of footage rewound that one uh and another image ghostly image popped up again and this time i was able to kind of make out what they were saying and then by going back and forth it all sudden clicked uh, like it, the actual footage did and it zoomed in to that ghostly image and then they started talking uh and they started having like a thing i'm like geez okay kind of doesn't make a lot of sense but this is odd and so i was like it won't really let you do much with them so i'm like all right but you're listening to their dialogue and i did this with a few more few more of these uh clips and at one point, I'm like, okay, she said that this is a woman. She, she said something odd. I, once again, tried rewinding, but it actually wouldn't rewind it. It was at the end of the, because, and this is where it gets, it turned my head loose. It was like, so in the normal film, you're going from front to back. You're at the end of the film, you're rewinding it. So as you're rewinding it, that's when the image appears. You jump into the image. When you jump into the image, it is now playing in that same direction so technically it's playing backwards <laughs> so as you rewind it it's you're going forward so then i'm like ah and then i so i went ahead and so i'm, I'm fast forwarding this other clip and it once again i realize ah crap this is now the point they jump you into is not the start of this ghostly image there is more to it so now you have to go back to each one of these and see the ghostly image from the you know fast forward it to the beginning of the ghostly image scene um and there's a lot more there's i think there's one for every clip i'm, I'm not 100 sure but i've i found quite a bit more of those it's like man this game went from really simple to way more layers than i would like to have and i'm like this is it's almost daunting how much crap there is now <laughs> um and yeah. those ghostly image those ghostly images do not save 
So only the key f- real footage uh, is saving. And the first film happens to be about uh, a woman joining a monastery and more or less having to do with um, like making a contract with a demon. This is very much a 60s like Jesus Christ superstar or something. I don't know, like the exorcist or something. It's just is that in the, that kind of vein. So she ends up trying to this demon possesses her and tries to seduce the priest who is like born and raised in the convent. He's like everyone looks up to him for being like a great holy man, essentially. And the the ghostly image of this woman, I'm like, I'm pretty sure she's a demon. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's a demon. Um, and then there was like there was an, a scene with an angel. And as I scrubbed through that one, it 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 like warped into uh, this scrawny looking guy. And that's the first time I seen him. And he's just like, but he's split the in the scene of the film. He's talking to. Um, He's talking to this priest being trying to give him like salvation or something like that. He's supposed to be an angel. And so the, the ghostly image of this guy goes, uh, he's like, I feel like I've been, I've done this before or something like that, you know, and he kind of walks off and I'm like, okay, so does he mean that he's an angel and he's done this scene from the movie before? Yeah. I'm like, it was very meta. And I was just like, crap, man, this, this is a game. It sounds yeah, cool. Like I mean, it sounds really cool, but it also sounds like a lot of work to get the the story out of it that you want. Whereas her story, I never played it, but from what you tell me, it's like it's like this is what you're going for and you and you can kind of get out of it as much as you as, as much as you want. Whereas like immortality, there's a lot of really cool stuff there, but it's really hard and unclear how i mean maybe it's clear now to you but it sounds pretty unclear how to actually get to all of it and know that you've you have finished with what you want of the game yeah see i'm thinking that you could probably beat the whole game without ever knowing about those ghostly images uh i wouldn't be surprised because the but idea that is sounds like the through, funnest part through. of the game the weird that sounds like the funnest weirdest coolest part of the game well, because you know you're un- you're uncovering the mysteries of the films behind the scenes. Like, I'm pretty sure there's a, you know, there there's a death on scene for one of the movies. Like, so therefore that's why they shut down the production. So you're getting to see all the drama behind the scenes, right? Uh, and you're kind of uncovering her life and like these films, and that's kind of the the excitement of the story. Now there's a whole other narrative, but much like her story, like I got you can get kind of get to one conclusion and then if you really dive deep like i did then you're like oh there's a there's an extra layer or two in here uh and that's actually pretty neat uh now uh once again this the her story was the most simplistic this seems like the most um involved uh there is another game uh that um the sam barlow did and that's uh oh was it telling uh telling lies that's currently also on Game Pass uh, for now. I think it's actually going to be leaving Game Pass pretty soon. Uh, once again, uh, live action film crew. I like, you know, real people being filmed for these scenes. Or That's what the image looks like. I have not actually had a chance to play this game. It's been on my, you know, to-do list, but just so many other things in life taking taking up time. Now, I would like to get do more with Immortality. Immortality is, is pretty neatly done. Um, but once again, now that I've unlocked, I, I now know how many layers this thing goes. It's almost, um, 
it's almost becomes like an OCD thing <laughs> test, yeah. right? Like how much of this do I want? Do I have to like, do I have to have that need to fill, you know, like to uncover every little nook and cranny or will I be satisfied just watching um, someone else who already did the synopsis for me? You know? Yeah. That's kind of the thing that I think like, I mean, you get, I mean, you play as much as you want, but at some point it's like, can I just go on YouTube and get this, get the story done in a quicker way rather than just bang my head against the wall on, I mean, maybe it's not that bad, but you kind of click around and you make, you know, all kinds of mistakes is, is the gameplay fun enough to merit the time it takes to get through it? And I don't know. You yeah. like FMV games though. They're kind of up your alley. So it, it might be that way to you, but it just wasn't for me. Yeah. It's one of the things that I wish it was, um, because they give you, they start you off with not knowing much of anything. So that's, it is, it is part of the charm, but at the same time, it's also without any guidance, you feel really lost. Uh, and so it's, you know, it takes, yeah. it's, you have to actually spend a, an hour or two just to get yourself warmed up to the game. And like you, you're, you're in a flow. And by that time you're like, okay, now I, at least I have an objective. I know what to do personal. Like you kind of have your own ideas on how the game works. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so yeah, that's it's it is uh it's an interesting game to say the least. It's definitely interesting. It, I definitely I wish there was more puzzle. Yeah. Like if it had a pu- if it was live action FMV and it had like actual puzzles to it, like the puzzle is the basic mechanics, just just uncovering it. So I it mean, might as well just be a a text adventure com- almost. Com- you know? Compared to her story, it sounds like it needs more of a home base. Like with her story, like you, it sounds like you could always come back to the computer and like retry stuff and. I think this kind of game needs it needs a like a crazy corkboard where oh they do that's that's exactly how the game's set up um from that original cutscene of them at the uh, doing that uh, late night talk show interview you can click every every time you click and uncover a new image like her face or even the um the, the I remember you can go you can face. go back out and you could see like some stuff but you see every clip you see every clip that you've unlocked and then you can rearrange them how how they were in like I said in timeline fashion or in um but I, yeah chronological order so that that, that is literally the corkboard there but it, that's it, it not you... that's not enough to me there needs to be like there needs to be like a place they, where you can put notes and you can and uh, stuff like there needs to be like a Okay, what was I thinking? Like, I I played this game for three hours on Saturday, and then I didn't get a chance to play it again until Thursday. It's like, wait, what was I thinking? Why was this? It's like you need to be able to type stuff in, put notes, stuff like that. And yeah, people don't like to do that, I guess. So you shouldn't have to. I I get, but but I would want to do that. But maybe that's just the D and D and me coming out. I don't know. Yeah, I that that would be nice and helpful for sure. Games like you know that in general, um, that's when you break out the uh, memo pad. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, for your in the in uh, IRL, like, and then just make notes to yourself where you left off. But when it comes yeah. to yeah, they they even go a step further when the, with that corkboard the way how they have it organized. You they have it organized by actual scene from. The clips you're looking at or you can switch the image so you can see the images that you actually clicked on so if i clicked on the coffee mug it'll a couple times it'll show the coffee mugs and in that order so be like wait so how did i what what led me to this scene and then i can transition it uh switch flip a mug oh i did that be, i got to the scene because i clicked on the um uh the or uh, uh the guy who was uh starting you know 
film take nine, you know, I clicked on that guy's face or I clicked on the actual board itself. And so, you know, that was one way I did it because I quick spam that to see how many of them I can unlock. And there was a bunch. So every time they did a film shoot, you know, it was like, yeah, that board, here's another clip with someone going and, you know, take this and this. And so I'm like, all right, so that might be a, I tried not to do it too much because I'm like, I think that might be a kind of a cheat is to find something like that. And just, you know, I, I've, as I'm unlocking them, I would like to watch the scene opposed to just being like, spam them all quick, organize them, set them in the proper order and then watch it from front to back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's kind of like when you're like, when you feel like you're cheating the game instead of playing the game, that's not as much fun. I, I don't think I, I kind of, uh, yeah, it's it's a cool it's a cool idea though. The sleuthing of it is a really cool idea. Um, so that's I mean it's I wish it was more for me. I'm glad you liked it as much as you did. I hope you get a chance to play it some more um, because uh, if you do finish it, I'd like to hear you tell me about tell me more about it. Yeah, I mean I can totally see why people have um, you know why this got the the notoriety did so quickly uh, before the the game uh, the video game awards. And it yeah. still has a stellar reviews. A lot of people have just rave reviews about it. So, uh, yeah, I'm really curious about that. Uh, I would like to play more, but we'll see how time allows it. Uh, because I'm still going to be playing Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, I'm enjoying that one a lot. Uh, and it's I'm every time I look at it, it reminds it's like I want them to make a new uh, Jet Set Radio looking this good. Really yeah, good. maybe they will. Maybe they will. All right. So, uh, yeah, uh, other than that, uh, yeah. What you, what you been watching, man? So, um, I've been watching a couple of different things. Um, I, I'll talk about this cause it's the oldest thing. I watched Andor on Disney plus it's, uh, the star Wars thing about the guy Andor, uh, before the rogue, the events of rogue one. Um, so it's set, you know, after episode three and before, uh, a new hope. Um, and, um, I, whenever I first started watching this, I thought that it was okay. I didn't know how many episodes it was going to be. I guess I could look that up, but I, I just didn't bother. So I assumed it was going to be, be about six episodes like some of their other ones have. And I thought it might be kind of, so it was, I, I found it to be kind of boring at the beginning. At the beginning they had, they had like a fight and some stuff like that, but but I was like, this, like, who cares about really any of this? I don't know any of these characters. It's, it's whatever. Um, but uh, as I was watching it, I got to episode six where they do a thing. And then um, it wasn't over. And I was like, oh, there's another episode, another episode. And so I went on, I just assumed to be like about eight. And I was like, okay, it's not really wrapping up. So it ended up being 12 episodes long I think I think it was 12 it ended up being a, a lot and uh they I was pretty impressed uh it's one of the better shows that I've seen uh about Star Wars uh one of the better shows on, on Disney plus definitely better than anything that they've put out for the Marvel stuff I don't think it's better than than the Mandalorian but it's pretty close um it's definitely different and I, I was just thoroughly impressed. Um, they do a thing up to the middle of the, of the season, and then they do another thing after that. And uh, 
they do a really good job of building the characters and making you care about them and showing you that there are different sides to a lot of these characters. Um, it honestly felt a lot more like an HBO show than um, any of the other shows that I've seen. Like, and by what by by what I mean by that is with HBO shows, they're they're typically really long episodes, and they feel kind of boring at the beginning of the show of the episode and of the season. But by the end of each episode. And especially at the end of the season, you feel like you're like your mind is blown because like all of these pieces have finally like come together and it's a really cool effect. And they I feel like they did that pretty well with Andor with uh, this show and it sets up for season two. I don't know if they'll actually do it. I haven't heard, but if they do, um, I am definitely interested in seeing it because uh, there's some pretty cool stuff in it. There's um, probably the best storyline that they don't really finish up with is uh 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 grand moff tarkin and kind of what she's doing to help the resistance and the rebels sort of secretly because she has like a high position and stuff like that and it's it's uh it's pretty it's it's pretty cool like it really fleshes her out and the actress that's playing her is really good so yeah it's um it's pretty cool i i recommend it um if you're into Star Wars at all, I definitely recommend it. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's... I Unfortunately, there's too much content for that, and I just gave up with... Just like I did with uh, Marvel. I'm like, I did just... I, I Eventually, I just lost all interest, so... Yeah, but I'm I glad mean, you found. I'm was, glad you found something that was like a hidden gem for you, so... Yeah, it is It is a bit of a hidden gem, because uh, I heard meh and bad stuff about Obi-Wan... Uh, so I just kind of skipped over that and I'm probably never going to watch that. Um, so this was a bit of a breath of fresh air and, uh, yeah, pretty cool. All right, man. Well, um, on my end, I've just been, uh, you know, we'll talk more about it on a, another damn anime podcast, but, uh, I've been watching, uh, a bit of new anime, uh, quote unquote new anime. Uh, a lot of stuff has been getting dubbed. Uh, and they just keep on dubbing new things. Uh, I'm actually really impressed on how much this season has been dubbed. Uh, and in fact, as of like today, even like more stuff dropped that I was like, oh wow, did not expect that. Um, so it's it's really uh, yeah, it's kind of delightful actually. It's just, uh, I'm actually going to probably end up dropping some of the stuff that I've been following subbed because I just don't have enough time. And it's nice to have this, you know, I can have play it while I eat and then I, you know, have my attention diverted. You know, there's that one is or the two hard of them part that I'm about like, subbed, yeah. Yeah, it's just you have to be, give your undivided attention and tape your eyeballs one or two open. Of, there's one or two of them that I'll probably stick with even uh even if it gets dubbed. Uh but for the most part, like if it's subbed, yeah, it's it might it kind of sucks that some of them are like maybe four episodes behind. And uh, you know, mm. but I'm like, you know what, it's fine. I will like I don't need to know, and some some of these in this in some of the cases I already know because I read the manga, and so I was like, yeah, all right, just having them come out dubbed is just super convenient, super nice, and I can also show it to my wife, and you know it's easier for us to both enjoy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's you know just a a bunch of anime. <laughs> a lot yeah, of, I'll be talking about some anime too. It's gonna be it's gonna be wild. 
all right well uh thanks guys uh you know for sticking around this long yeah this has been uh another dead pixel uh episode 36 uh thanks guys and we'll see you next time uh thank you nick for sticking around all right thanks guys see we you will next. we will go ahead and uh you'll see us shortly again with uh another damn anime podcast yeah thanks, we're gonna guys. head over and do that all right bye <laughs>